This is a theory podcast. We might be childhood friends, and I might drive you down the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kids will like it all in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose, but I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. All right, folks, everything we're about to tell you is considered code black by the NSA. Everything I'm about to tell you is considered code black by the NSA. USAC intercepted a radio transmission from a decaying orbit around Neptune. The source of this transmission has been identified as the event horizon. Okay. And I guess that's, I don't know what the NSA is. Um, it's the National Security Agency, I think. Okay, they still have that. Um, well, in 2015, I mean, they still have like CDs. <laughs> Did you see the opening sc- opening crawl? Yeah. Oh, it's 2015. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess I didn't really look that closely at the dates. So it's pretty yeah. pretty recent, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's this is sort of like current events. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. I thought yeah. this was like in the distant future. Nope. There's a whole there's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, this, so this is code black, folks. So code uh, black. Everything you're going to hear in this episode is code black. Yeah. I mean, where do we even begin? Let's see. You, you know who we are. Yeah. We're hunk hunters. Do you know our history? We've been hunt, hunting hunks to the end of the earth, and not just any hunks. Let me check the opening crawl. 2015, first permanent podcast established in Brooklyn, New York. That's right. Yeah, Babysitter's Club Club. 2023 hunk hunting operations begin yeah. in outer Earth orbit. Hunk target acquired. I guess that's, that's this right. episode. That's us. That's now. Yeah. That's very contemporary. 2040 deep space hunk casting vessel. I guess they've just shortened it at that point. Okay. Well, that's not too long from now. What's hunk casting? It's a when you. I'm guessing it's like do a podcast about hunks. Doing about yeah yeah. <laughs> okay. This is like the the near future, so it's just like one of those things where it's like not to get too like cyberpunk on you. Yeah, no, don't, please don't. Deep space hunk casting vessel, strange bedfellows launched to explore boundaries of audience patience. They sent their best, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because no one in the audience asked for the hunk hunting. <laughs> no, no, no one um, asked for it, but science. Your wife t- kind of teed it up. Yeah, she teed it up. She regrets she's, it. Is she in the audience? She literally refused to watch Event Horizon with me last night. She what? drew a fucking line. She wouldn't. Did she do know it. that Sam Neill was in it? <laughs> I told her. She's like, what? She thought I couldn't let her do it because she thought Event Horizon was deep impact. I'm now learning, and she was like, sure, I guess. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's supposed like it's kind of like Saw or uh, Hellraiser in space. And she was like, okay, <laughs> what about fucking space. no? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, she disappeared without a trace beyond the end of October. That's yeah. what the title card says. Not Sarah. I think it means the, this the vessel, vessel yeah. the strange bedfellows. Yeah, and we join our hunk hunters now, and they're well, yeah. floating in the, or they're on a rescue mission. What are we? Help me bring. We're me, here to hunk a hunt. We're hunt here to, to hunk to hunt a hunk, and the hunk is Sam Neill, and he disappeared without a trace. Yeah, on the we all we know is that he is disappeared upon this vessel, the yeah. Event Horizon, on the edge of space. Yeah, I mean we saw it happen. Yeah, with our own two eyes, which will he gets sucked needed. into hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sucked. <laughs> eyes intact, his eyes kind of come and go. They're mostly gone for most of it. They're mostly gone. Even after they're gone, they come back though. I think it might be like a nightmare sequence. Yeah, I don't know. That Morbius is having. Should we do um, Dramatis Persona? Let's do Dramatis Persona. It's Morbius from The Matrix, as you keep saying. Morbius is in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Morbin time. And He's like the main guy. <laughs> yeah. The main guy is Morbius. And they he didn't also even... gets sucked to hell. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Didn't even really change him from the Matrix. He's just like sitting in like this in the at the He's got like a jumpsuit on. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like in a uh, in like a steampunky, like dark, gritty cockpit. He looks great, but Grungy. he's he's upset the whole film. Not even even at the beginning, which compared with like everything else that happens in the film. He should be happy. He's just on a ship, and he's yeah. upset. 
<laughs> well, they're all pissed, we should say. They're all pretty the pissed. The crews, that's pretty much it. It's Morbius and, and Hunk, the, Sam Neill. The Hunk that we're hunting, the, should we explain the, the concept? It's the hunt for the... So, who's... Yeah. Seen, okay, raise your hand if you've seen the hunt for Red October. Yeah, and that's me too. And, well, guess what? How many hunks are on that ship? It's a lot. Lots. A lot and, of them. Can, and in the, like extended like crew and cast yeah if you start counting any jack ryan's which i think makes sense because jack ryan is one singular entity throughout time and space right yeah and so it's just yeah. a different men have like inhabited his soul that's not right. our problem so no. if you were one of the hunks on the on the red october right or or You're, thereabouts yeah it's hunting season it's hunting season and we're hunting you and it's our and it's fall it's also fall and pumpkin it's also spice fall. lattes yeah. and sweater weather and yeah. and guess what happens when it's sweater weather? The hunk hunters come out, and what do they? Who do they hunt for? The hunks from the hunt for Red October. What are you not? He getting evaded us last time. <laughs> yeah, we've hunted him before. We've hunted him but... before into Wimbledon. Into Wimbledon. Yeah. yeah. He was Kirsten Dunst's dad. Yeah. He evaded us. He decided to... And in that one, I'm trying to remember, does he have his eyes the whole film? I don't remember. Let me Google it. Yeah. Google, does Sam Neill have his eyes for all of Wimbledon? Because I Sam think... Sam Neill eyes. Because sometimes he like Wimbledon. definitely closes his eyes and then... Because in this one, he closes his eyes. It's, if someone's got their eyes closed in this movie, good chance when they open them, there's not going to be any eyes in there. Okay. Well, <laughs> it doesn't say it. In Wimbledon, it doesn't say it. it's not part. It's not a big part of the plot. And this, it it's is. It's not. A big I part mean, I think. Plot. I think if we're keeping the continuity of <laughs> the hunk hunting timeline, yeah, we want to do that for sure. I think this is Kirsten Dunst's dad from Wimbledon, and at the beginning okay. of this movie, he doesn't have. He has eyes. Yeah, definitely. I can. can He's shot confirm. into space with eyes. Yeah, got both of them. They shoot him and his eyes into space, and none he's of them come in back. He's a new line of work. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's done like coaching his daughter and like managing his daughter's tennis career, and now he creates like hell drives. Yeah, it's very cool. He, uh, he makes well, how it works scary and look bad. How it works? Jack sent me a text right before we start. Is it's lifted directly from the Warhammer universe? Yeah, I was uh, looking at the Wikipedia for this one, and the, like. Eisenstein Drive or whatever it's called. This is true. <laughs> for folks who've been listening to the podcast for a long time, we can now reveal that sometimes Tanner says that something is clearly from the Warhammer 40K lore, and it's not. Yeah. And he's either just doing a bit or is being willfully ignorant. In this case, as far as I can tell, this film genuinely actually- The Immaterium, it's is called. From, it's like based on Warhammer 40K. Warp space or the warp. It's literally like a, a movieization. Of, yeah, some guy was like, I play. He, some guy played Warhammer 40k a lot as a kid and was like, I want to like just do a whole movie about it like a, a bunch of like hapless scientists who get stuck in that. Yeah, and just get chopped to shit. Oh my god, this movie's so well. Is there anyone else in the movie? That's it, right? There's a girl in it. There's a lot of other people, but ugh. yeah, most of them just get chopped up. Yeah, <laughs> most of them get pretty chopped up. Uh, we wonder aloud to ourselves because it's a romance podcast. Yeah, and and is it? Vampires, BDSM, a cat dies, but is it a romance? I think here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> when Commander Morgan, yeah, like put at the top of our dossier, hunk, hunt hunks. Yes. You know, I was like, "Yes, ma'am." Yes, you ma'am. Know? We will we'll hunt hunks to the end of the earth for you, ma'am. My first job, yeah, is to hunt hunks. Yeah. <laughs> My second job is to do a romance podcast. Yeah. And I think I did a pretty good job of walking a fine line this week. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's like a li- it's a little bit of a romance. What are so let's remember the criteria. And Jamie gave us 3, but we can only ever remember 2. It would be great if we could get that third one on the dock. Ooh, I got to say, okay, let's what's the first one? Danny pets die and no. No, no pets at all. No pets Not die in, in this. No pets are even in this. So no, it's just humans tearing one another to shreds. Yeah, and like vivisecting each other. Don't watch it if you don't like stuff that like is too scary or too yeah, gross. Really, or really really scary. Too just like it's pretty bleak there's not a lot of like 
There's not a lot of room for smiling in this one. Anyway, what else is in a romance? Um, you said there's three rooms? Happily rules? ever after or happily for now. It has to end. Now, this way. is where it's tricky. Because <laughs> I say two people live at the end. Oh, my God, we got to talk about the guy. So there's a like a blonde scientist lady. Yeah. She seems she really through. nice. Yeah, but I think she's probably... I was thinking about this. Traumatized? Yeah, I yeah, that's it. That's it. I did, I don't need to dwell on it. They don't. The movie say. ends on her like having like a fear seizure. Yeah, having woken up. From but a then dream she's of, they're like, like you're okay. Up Sam like Neil. The, the last the last line of the movie is something like you're safe. It's all right. It's okay. You're safe now. Justin Cooper. They're fine. They're fine. They're with us. They're with us. Calm down, it's speak. All right, breathe deeply, Stark. breathe deeply. It's the rest I need a sedative Look. here now. I got you, Stark. I got you. It's okay. I need a sedative Stark. here now. It's the rescue team. We're safe. Okay, okay, I need it now. We're safe. She's great. She's not who I want to talk about. Because yeah. there's this other guy whose name I caught because he kept saying it, Cooper. Yeah. He... A whole gravity happens to him. A whole gravity happens to him. He's ha- he has the best time of anyone in the movie because he's, he's barely just having, he's barely even on the ship. He's just having a gravity. Like he's, he's like off on having the a gravity the, the whole time, trying yeah. to fix it, and he's having a gravity, which is way better than anything that happens to anybody inside the ship. Which is it's bad, so cool. Very bad. One time he almost gets pooned at one point, and then <clears throat> he jumps across space and saves the blonde scientist, and they. Sort of as they're like catching their breath, dripping with blood, having yeah. just escaped this traumatic like situation, like kind of give one another a little bit of a look. There's a look, and is that you in the, you see the it? thing? They give a look. Is that one of the rules? Well, and then Romans? they're safe. Got to have a look. That's a meat cute. No, kind. That's of. a meat cute. This whole movie's a meat cute. <laughs> For that moment, and then they're saved, yeah. and now they're going to be like, who else can I relate to? Yeah, except the person who like has been to. The edge of hell and back with me. Oh yeah, that's probably true. But they, I would imagine that they're probably too traumatized to have like a, a meaningful relationship f- for the rest. Except, of the yeah, there was something sort of like psychosexual going on. Okay, in the sort of like immaterium warp mm-hmm. of what's of say, that say what that is because most people don't know what that is. What the immaterium, what the immaterium? The warp? Yeah. But and it's relevant. I've never deliberately asked you to talk about Warhammer Forty K, but it's actually like super relevant here. It's the realm of chaos. Okay. They do say that. They're like, oh, we opened a portal. So basically what happens is the ship that they sent out. Sam Neill has made a ship called the Event Horizon. Made a ship. And he made, for some reason, he's like, I don't think, just like aesthetically, the drive that he makes that like folds space, he made it look like a Hellraiser The whole ship is aesthetically. I know. He's like, (laughs) Like oh, he's like. I, there's there's like a secret gravity drive powering it at the core. It's like it's not a secret gravity guy. It's a it's a lament configuration. It's like an S and M dungeon. <laughs> you've made a lament configuration. Yeah. Except you've made it huge. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's that's a mistake. Pretty spooky. And what happens? They they're like, oh, let, we'll go to Alpha Centauri. But then the ship just disappears. I thought I was explaining what happens in the immaterium. Yeah, say the immaterium. <laughs> and then you cut me off right at the knees. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Go for it. It's a realm of pure psychic energy. Okay. And it's where all demons and chaos lords and beings of chaos Oh, speaking of which, I got to let Jenkins in. Okay. I'll wait for you. Someone else let him in. In the Warhammer 40K universe, it's how humans have learned how to travel faster than light, is they send their ships through some kind of like drive. I can't remember what it's called. It folds. We've all seen the demonstration where it's like, if you wanted to get from one side of like a, a Playboy playmate to the other in your issue of Playboy. Mandeville points. What's the best way to do it? Rip it out of the magazine and fold it. Imagine for a minute that this piece of paper. No, excuse me. Uh, that's Vanessa and that's mine. Uh, attractive piece of paper represents space time and you want to get from point A here to point B there. Now, what's the shortest distance between two points? A straight line. (laughs) Wrong. The shortest distance between two points is zero, and that's what the gateway does. It folds space so that point A and point B coexist in the same space and time. When the spacecraft passes through the gateway, Space returns to normal. It's 
called a gravity drive. Yeah. Um, so, and to get between the two points, you do have to go through the immaterium, the warp, the the realm of chaos, yeah. realm of pure psychic energy. Where, oh, it's. I think the it's the the, the breakthrough in the Warhammer 40k universe was not tapping into warp space and using warp travel. It was shielding themselves from oh, that's so interesting. the elements of chaos. But so does that give us a little bit of room for hope here? Because it seems like they're just like, we've opened a portal to hell. And it's like, well, is it actually just that you're discovering like interspace the, travel like, and there's like a, you're da- on the ground a dangerous part? <laughs> yeah, you guys are like venture, yeah. like okay. startup. Like it's risky, yeah. <laughs> this stuff is it's really experimental, but like yeah. now we know. Right. <laughs> and that's good. We have data we can bring back. They brought back the whole fucking ship with them. Yeah, that's probably bad. Because the ship is like possessed. It's also, yeah, possessed. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <sighs> pretty scary. Um, do you want to know any more about the warp? Uh, and then I, of course, of course, like every now and then like something will break through and that's when you get like, you know, chaos beings and is beast it, men. And- is it net good that they have They've invented this form of interspace travel in Warhammer 40K, or is it good to whom? Anyone? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they use it to like you know propagate their like pretty dastardly empire, okay. evil empire. Okay. Well, let me. Here's what we'll do. Here, here's what we'll do. Because I, I'm still not clear. No pets die. That's for sure. And we kind of have this meat cute. Kind of, but it's not really a meet it's nice. cute. It's a nice little meet cute. The because whole movie setting up this really cute meet already cute. Already met. Is... <laughs> yeah. It's a well, they've cute. like finally like connected. You know, they sort of didn't notice one another. He was sort of like the like hot shot like pilot or whatever. Is there anything you or I could do to just tweak the movie to make it a little bit more romantic? There is in one of the like blood orgy. Violent blood orgy fantasies. There are that all of the crew members are sort of compelled to have by the ship. Yeah, it's, they go by really quick, and a lot of the scenes in them are really quick and pretty flashy. Yeah, but you can see a couple people fucking in the background of one of them. Yeah, okay, that's not quite. I don't think you've understood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me pitch you a line. What was the assignment? Make Event Horizon a little bit more of a romance. We let me pitch hold you a on line. That a little longer. Tell me if there's something here. And if we, if we deploy it at the right moment, where we're going, we don't need any pants. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what do you think? Sam Neill wears big pants in this movie. <laughs> where he's going, he needs extra pants. Yeah, he's got, he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> everybody's very tastefully clothed in this one. The yeah. whole time. Well, it's the Apart future. from the blood orgies, Yeah. Yeah, the hmm. blood orgies, it all kind of falls apart. And then, so what was the third thing? Happily ever after or happily for now? Absolutely not. I don't think... Oh, um, I don't let think me see. Anybody, like, some of the people don't die horribly. I know we have it written down somewhere. I just, I'm going to Google the three rules like I always do. But we've never got the third one. I mean, we haven't since we lost it. We used to have it. Here it is. The three rules. Okay. This is from, I guess this is where we captured it. LinkedIn.com slash learning slash how to resolve conflicts. Okay, perfect. The three rules are stick to the case, be respectful, and then don't project is the one we always forget. Okay, don't project. And that's the rules of romance? Yeah. Okay. So we can't really put, I think we have to be very careful not to put, well, I think I would want to be very careful not to put myself into this situation. Yeah. You know? Um, it's a real event horizon situation over here in the shepherd household. I'm going to go have to go and let Jenkins out now. <laughs> yeah, please do. Jenkins, your pain. Let me ask you a question that's potentially embarrassing. Okay, please. Uh, especially if you shoot me down. Okay. It's potentially when embarrassing like, for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when you're like having trouble sleeping, sorry, I just want to say this in LinkedIn learning course about the three rules only it's got very poor reviews. I don't think we're, Oh, you know what? It's actually not badly reviewed. Okay. What is it? Be respectful. Don't project. Stick to the case. Be respectful. Don't project. Okay. And that's- The rules for romance. Or yeah. Some of them. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. I've been doing it wrong, I think. Yeah. Do a lot of projecting. Yeah. Carry on. What's your question? I don't remember. Go ahead. You were going to ask your, an embarrassing question. Oh, yeah. I was hoping <laughs> you'd forget. <laughs> when you're having trouble sleeping- Yeah. And you just want to kind of focus on something. Yeah. Do you ever put yourself in like um, 
hellish scenarios in your head and just sort of like think about the ways you'd escape them or what you would do if like zombies attacked your neighborhood or something like that. I'll tell you, I, I thank you for opening yourself up to me in this way. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, my answer is going to surprise you. Yeah. Because I don't think it's the same thing that you're saying, but it maybe is. I Maybe scratching I, the same itch, whatever you're doing. What I do when I am having trouble sleeping is I I picture one of two things. Thing number yeah. one is that I am my body is floating in space, slowly approaching a black hole. Oh, wow. So it's a lot like event, slowly approaching the event horizon. And right? time has slowed, and it's peaceful, but I know you've that opened up I am the gate to hell. about to be spaghettified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and perfect. I'm becoming infinitely long and infinitely thin. And that thin. F- at first feels good. It's not about how it feels. Good, it's sort of like deep stretch. <laughs> but there's like I think that guy. Maybe what's partially going on, if I can psychoanalyze, is like that guy doesn't really need to worry about like whether he's going to finish the project tomorrow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing I do imagine is that I'm on a ship at sea, and there's a um, rogue wave. Yeah. And, and the ship is bent down the hatches. I don't have to do anything. It's kind of the same thing. I'm just there, and it's like. <laughs> Pretty bad and pretty scary. You're never active. But like, I'm just, it's like, well, and that same guy, I think now that I realize, like, probably doesn't need to worry about, like, you know, whether he left the oven on or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's. You just want to be a passenger. Just just a passenger. And that I, that does lull me to sleep. Is that the same thing as what you do? <laughs> I think so. Like, I'll sort of, like, map out, like, well, like, <laughs> put put Jamie and the boy down in the basement. Yeah. Cut away the stairs. Cut away the stairs immediately. Yeah. Or put them upstairs and cut away the yeah. stairs. Yeah. You know? That's pretty good. I beat it over to Costco right across the Okay. You know? Yeah. Bleep that. Yeah. We don't need anyone <laughs> very coming here and trying to get yeah. these resources. Especially if there's ever zombies. like a black swan scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any any of these baby bees showing up and being like, give us some of those Costco supplies. <laughs> Uh, but now I think I've got a whole new sort of thing to add to like the the like spank the like <laughs> sleep dreamy bank. time spank yeah. bank yeah uh-huh. you know? sleep bank that's more appropriate. you like my ones I that's real I that's no 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 I, I think um, stuck on a, a spaceship slowly being consumed by the forces of hell uh, and needing to escape yeah okay is one that I think I can kind of work my way through chew on for a little bit that's nice that's really lovely uh, anyone can use that um, it's yeah a- it's a it's a nice little like calm down method. Pretty bleak movie. I uh, I'll say if for anyone who um like me doesn't ever have any interest in w- ever watching the film. And I know that I have watched it but I was forced to. Like mm-hmm. me like a day ago, let's say. Sam Neill was in it. Has no interest in ever watching the film but kind of wants to know what's going on with Sam Neill and the eyes. And you yeah. know, cuz everyone knows the line. He says where we're going, we don't need eyes to see. Oh my god. What happened to your eyes? Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. What are you talking about? I'll just, just say now. Just what I'll, it says on the tin. It's just what it you says know? on the tin. Yeah, he just he take he scoops him out. He scoops him out, <laughs> and then he says that line. And what he means is he doesn't need his eyes because yeah. he doesn't have. Them and what he means is that he do- doesn't need them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's just for anyone who had that curiosity but didn't want to necessarily like Wikipedia it or watch the movie. Like that's what's going on yeah. there. And I would say <laughs> most people don't have their eyes by the in end of the movie. In this one. Yeah. By the end of the movie. Yeah. So in some ways he's right. Like his sort of like step one. His statement is kind of borne out. <laughs> yeah. Take off the old eyes. They show um, at some point, the first thing they find is like the black box of the event horizon yeah. from the last crew. Who they don't notice until a good way into the movie is absolutely plastered all over the walls of the bridge. Yeah, for they never even really comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> like once they do get the lights up, they're like, "Oh, I guess there's just gore and skeletons." <laughs> they're like, all "No over one's the place. here." <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> parts of them are. <laughs> it's a fucked up movie. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone should watch it necessarily. Um, <laughs> no, it's like it's kind of fun. It like keeps up. It like the pace is pretty yeah quick. Yeah, and if you're coming at it as like not a weenie and you like want a good like action sci-fi, it's like yeah yeah. There's explosions and apparently there's a secret director's cut <laughs> that's oh, been I'd lost to, to history. Oh, I'd love to see it. Paul Anderson coming off the success of Mortal Kombat. 
could the world was in his hands. He was offered uh, punch drunk love. There will be love. <laughs> there will be blood. Boogie nights. Yeah, it's that Paul Anderson. <laughs> yeah, I think mostly he goes by. It's a if you Paul seen, Thomas, if like you, Paul yeah. P T Anderson. If we've seen Licorice Pizza. You know, it's kind yeah. of the same thing except fewer eyes. <laughs> well, they're there. They're just not in anybody's heads. <laughs> <laughs> like less focus on the eyes. <laughs> The first thing they find is this black box, and they eventually, like, right as the movie is sort of, like, hitting the crescendo and everyone starts really just beefing it. Yeah. They, like, decipher the, the um, the like, video, and they transcribe the Latin. Okay. You hear that? Sounds like liberate me something. I don't know. I can't make out the rest. Liberate me. Save me. Yeah, it's a movie about um, paying more attention in high school Latin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because he, like, gets it. He, like, he, he's like, I think that's Latin. <laughs> that's when you get the real meaty shots of the guys taking his eyes out. Because what he's saying is, liberate me. He thought he was saying liberate me, which is free me. Save me, he says. Jesus, look who didn't take fucking high school Latin now. Well, that's que- that's questionable, but it's actually. Let me see if I can get it right. Free yourself is what it actually. Yeah, he's actually saying. He's saying libera te tutemet, which tutemet. is save yourself. Yeah, which involves step one, tearing out the eyes. Step two, carving up your face. No, that's not. Yeah, I don't know because he. Well, turns, I guess yeah. step one is you start to see like. Um, Spooky ghosts start you to You see haunt some you. very spooky and ghosts. And they try to trick you into killing yourself, and most of the time they're successful. Yeah, the, and it's the, the they is the ship, I think. The ship has kind of become sentient in, in, in its exploration hole. In the, in the, what's it called? The warp? The immaterium. The immaterium, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ship, it's not totally clear what the ship wants, but it's not good. Like, the ship is mad at you, but it also, like, doesn't want you to leave. Some people, it's just, like, not you, and it just, like, murks them. <laughs> yeah. There's one really nice lady who just wants to get back to her sick kid. Yeah, she doesn't. And she eats it. Yeah, pretty bad. And I think she's probably one of the luckier ones. <laughs> yeah, she dies pretty peacefully. Yeah. Like, f- plummeting, like, 30 stories and then hitting, like, a I'm going to say grade. it's not a romance. <laughs> I've decided. If, even if we can't find that third one from Jamie, yeah, that it's not real. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, I already watched it, so yeah. Should we uh, take a little break and then? Lisa's got a hunk in it. Yeah, it does have a hunk. We did find him. He's not doing well. No. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to... um make small lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes Uh, like for instance i bet that i can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again well basically since you asked it's going uh pretty badly um because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. We're back. Um, let's see. What do you want to do? Do you want to do um, one of our hit segments? Do Have we said the whole film? Um, let's see. I want to say this. There's a little neck. Yeah. On the event horizon. Okay. A little neck. That connects the living part with the engines part. Uh-huh. And it's designed to blow because I think even Sam Neill, when he was making this thing, was like, I don't know if it's a super good idea to have this thing connected to like a Hellgate. Yeah. <laughs> and as we know, the love interests of the film, the two main characters, yeah. Blonde Scientist and Cooper, yeah. are on the life vessel that's a that's launched away from the blast. Right. And Morbius left from left behind is Morbius and Sam Neill, and he heroically sacrifices himself to free them. Yeah, and they're wrestling by the Hellgate. Yeah, um, and then the ship we just see the ship get sucked into the Hellgate, and that's sort of like curtains for Morbius and the Hunk. Well, I guess I don't know. I, it sounds like we have to chase the Hunk into hell. I won't, wouldn't want to, but I, you know we got to do what we got to do. We have we got to oh, find need eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least get rid of these stupid eyes. <laughs> You make a good point. <laughs> yeah, and then that's the movie. Yeah, that's the whole movie. That's good. Go watch it. <laughs> it's it's like a beloved film. And go give it a watch. Yeah. I don't know. If you like I guess like I don't like spooky stuff, but the main thing I don't I don't like spooky stuff. I don't like scary stuff. I don't like horror. And the main thing I don't like about any of eye it stuff. is not this well, I super don't like eye stuff. But the main thing I don't like is just like the unrelenting bleakness of it all. Yeah, this one's pretty bad <laughs> in that regard. It's got everything. It's got if you got a taste for everything, it's got like parents like grieving their children. Their ki- yeah, <laughs> grieving their children and like you know trauma from like war. Yeah, whatever your like specific thing is, it probably it's it. probably got a bit of it. We should say what uh, you should go. Oh! <laughs> Arbiter Tanner, Hello. so nice to see you. We're doing a famous Rome is in your time. Is Event Horizon seen as a romance? <laughs> yes, it just came out, actually. Okay. <laughs> wow, you have that? Yeah, we have it, yeah. <laughs> wow, it just came out here, 2047. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's when it's at at the beginning title Yeah. <laughs> now. Uh, it's really good. It's like a cute, like meet cute movie about these, this like really cute couple, yeah. blonde scientist, guy called Cooper. Yeah, and no pets um, die at all. Not one, yeah. no. <laughs> And I tried not to put myself too much into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's really good. I just went and saw it with my wife. Beautiful. Well, that's not why you're here. We're not here. Arbiter for- Jamie. Arbiter Jamie. <laughs> uh, we're <laughs> uh, You met at work? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're here uh, for our hit segment where you arbitrate uh, whether the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of the film are uh, good and who did the best ones. And it's our hit segment. It's called On the One Hand. Uh, Rotten Was Toma- there any bad ones? Yeah, mostly. Well, actually, there's none. Bad ones. No, there's no reviews. Rotten Tomatoes was oh. like, not not today. Not for this one. Not no. for this one. So I had to go to uh, our backup and I had to pull some uh, reviews, positive, middling, and negative from Amazon Prime Video. Ugh. Those yeah. snobs. Yeah, those snobs over at Amazon Prime. So we're just going to get into it. We're going to do our best, and then we'll decide who did the best job of reviewing this film. And what okay. we want, we haven't set any of our criteria. We want, did they do? Did they describe the film good? Did they make good points about the qualities of the film? Were they thoughtful in their review? Is I, this my criteria for judging? What's your criteria for judging? Yeah, I'm assuming those are they. Um, I, I guess I've never No, asked. not at all. Do okay. I agree with what they're saying yeah. wholeheartedly? Okay. <laughs> and whom do I agree wholeheartedly with the most? Okay. All right. That's fair enough. So it's a little bit arbitrary, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Uh, this is our segment within the segment where we talk about the positive reviews of the film. It's called On the One Hand. Um, okay. I've only got one of these. and. Uh, hmm. Hundred? I'll I'll tell you how the cookie gets made here a little bit. Thousand? Like, there are actually a lot of really positive reviews. K one K on Amazon Prime, but they're all all the positive reviews are like eight paragraphs long and full of like a lot of analysis. <laughs> and I just didn't think it would like serve the segment. <laughs> it's worth it's meaty movie. <laughs> yeah, it's worth really digging into, <laughs> chewing on for a little bit. 
This review uh, that I found is from a man named Troy. They all have names on Amazon. It's actually kind of a... Oh, wow. Yeah. There's no one from the Hacker Collective Anonymous. Uh, Refresh. City. Yeah, Troy. Yes. Ancient Greek city. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Troy gave this film five stars on October 19th, 2022 with their review. And they also have titles. The review have, reviews have titles, which is also. Oh, what he titled it? He titled this one delivered earlier than promised. Oh, and uh, I guess, you know, the film like and it's true, like it really delivers. And it first, does deliver like, few scenes like it really quickly. kind of sets yeah. the tone of like bleak. You start space to see eye stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> here's his re- here's Troy's review of the film. Missed out on getting this movie from Best Buy when they released the 4K version. That's Warhammer uh, 4K. He meant 40K, (laughs) but yeah, it's fine. Amazon to the rescue. The movie arrived ahead of schedule. Looks and sounds great. Which I would say no. It's like mostly gore. (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah. It sounds. I I don't know if I watch it in 4K, though. Yeah. (laughs) And I I almost, for this segment, was going to pull all the negative critic pans. And I can't remember the specifics of it. But one of the pans was just like one sentence that was like, too loud. (laughs) It is really loud. I had to, they like conned me into a new service for this one. They're like, sorry for this one. You're going to not just need Paramount. You're going to need Showtime on Paramount. And yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. Fine. I already had it. So I was like, this movie is free. So I had the opposite. I was like, oh, I didn't know I had that. I guess I've been yeah. for it. I like wanted to watch Star Trek or something and forgot about it. Yeah. Anyway, it's all coming out of Cyril's College Fund. The next uh, segment is a segment that we have that is about the uh, middling reviews of the film. Uh, it's a segment within a segment. It's called On the Fence Head. Uh, and I've only got one of th- one of those. Okay. Um, and this one's from DS- Good. DSW. Surprise, there is even one, but... David Softer Wallace. <laughs> Discount Shoe Warehouse. Okay. <laughs> I think mine is funnier. <laughs> Mine's a real place. <laughs> All right. Discount Shoe Warehouse gave this three stars on July 2nd, 2018, with their review entitled Packaging Not Great. <laughs> <laughs> they would be concerned with packaging at a Discount Shoe Warehouse, too, wouldn't they? Here's what they had to say about the, the classic film Event Horizon uh, The movie was fine, but the case was wet somehow. <laughs> Huh. It was sealed, Ish. yet still managed to come that way. <laughs> wet. Wet from the warehouse. Or like wet from the factory. Ugh. you imagine ordering Event Horizon and it arrives wet? <laughs> sealed wet. <laughs> sealed wet. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I would probably leave a bad review about that, too. Oh, I, I, I... <laughs> I just realized I know what DSW stands for. What? DVD sealed wet. <laughs> Yeah. (sighs) I don't know how it works with double acronyms. But But yeah, (laughs) that's pretty scary. And then I imagine when they opened it, they're like, oh, it's like a torture (laughs) porn, like fucking horror nightmare. This is my event. And it's wet. (laughs) This is a segment within a segment where we talk about the negative reviews of the film. It's called On the Other Hand. Uh, first, uh, first review is from someone called Heathcote. <laughs> the cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this film one star on April 10th, 2023, with their review entitled Nonsense. And they mm. say of this film, this movie is not worth your time. Trust me. The science is completely wrong in so many areas. <laughs> <laughs> Show me some fucking evidence, man. <laughs> Show me the science, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Portals to the hell dimension don't work that way, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) We get to peek into, there's sort of, um, was this movie in 3D originally? I hope not. (laughs) There was like a lot of like weird, bad CGI. Yeah. And then we see this beautiful, that we see this sweet young boy. Yeah. Called like Justin or something. Oh, he's nice. Yeah. He lives. He he lives, but he's actually he's one pretty of the first fucked ones up. Yeah, who gets like scrubbed. Yeah, I think he just barely avoids dying because he does get sucked into hell. Yeah, like something. He like gloops his finger in, and then he gets sucked in. Yeah, and he's in there for a good long while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scary. And then Morbius pulls him out. Yeah. But he's sort of out of commission after that, so he just goes back into like cryo sleep and sleeps it off. He yeah. misses almost the whole like. Yeah, honestly, probably one of the better experiences thing. out of the characters in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Best guy is the guy who gets gravitated. He like is having a different adventure. <laughs> That's like Oh, this guy scary. The kid in a almost gets way. 
the kid almost gets gravity too. Yeah. Because he sort of wakes up from like uh his like hell and tries trip to like experience and tries to like airlock himself. Yeah. It's pretty grim. But Morbius is there to save him then too, because he's outside in space and like catches him and brings him back inside. Yeah. And and Morbius really is the hero of this one, even though he's yeah. grumpy. The whole movie, even in parts where he has no reason to be grumpy. Event Horizon 2, Morbius is in hell. Okay. And he's still- Grumpy. Tough as nails and grumpy, and he's not going down without a fight. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. I like it. And he has to get the remaining section of the Event Horizon back online so we can get back into oh, okay. the meat space. Yeah. Why not? bringing any demons with him. That sounds great. That's really oh. hopeful. Can't yeah. wait. And he, get, he gets like a hail on the radio. It's like, need a hand, boss? And it's Cooper, and he's come back to help him get out of hell. Great. Oh. They were planning a prequel and a sequel. And the prequel, I was Good. just like, why would anyone- Planning? I do not understand. Execute. In general, do not understand prequels. Just don't get it because it's like we already know what happens but in this case like the prequel would be like the people on the original event horizon and it's like yeah. we know what happens it's fucking awful more of that <laughs> i don't need to, to see, see it, it. <laughs> anyway this uh next review is from jim who gave this fil- film one star on march 29th 2021 with their review entitled disappointed Maybe, hey, maybe the prequel could be a really thoughtful, like, introspective film about, like, one of the pioneer, like, hell knots who, like, goes through the miniature hell gate first. Okay. To see if it's, like, safe. And is like, it and is. And comes back and has to, like, fight with his, like, inner demons. Okay. Yeah. It's all on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's wonderful. It's, yeah, wonderful. Really sweet. <laughs> it's yeah, about it's like therapy. Joker. Getting therapy. Yeah. Here's what Jim says. It's kind of a journey. You ready? This is his review. It's entitled Disappointed. Packaging and delivery was good, but the DVD quality is horrible. The video seems to be a copy of something with a picture on. The video seems to be a copy of something. The picture. I'm having to edit this in my head a little bit. Yeah. Warhammer 40K. We already talked about the picture on the DVD looks quite printed. The quality of products is going down from Amazon. I canceled a $4,300 TV order that had an incredibly lengthy delivery date. No one is counting me. I guess no one has contacted me is what he means. No one has contacted me, so I guess Amazon really doesn't care. Today I am sad and disappointed with thoughts of ending the business relationship. With Amazon? It sounds like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So he just sat down and watched like a shitty version of Event Horizon. Doesn't say where the package is wet, but it looks like I think he was literally just talking about the DVD. He was saying the graphics look printed on the DVD. And now he's thinking about ending his business relationship with Amazon? Hold your horses, Jim. Jesus, man. (laughs) I'll get my Event Horizon DVDs (laughs) elsewhere. Thank you. I also like that he's like, (laughs) that's not a business relationship, bro. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. This next review, I've got two more, is from Chef Mike. All right. <laughs> Chef Mike gave this film one star. Mike Boyardee. I don't know. I didn't capture the date, but he gave it one star. It was in 2018. And his review is entitled, and the word fish is in all caps. Oh, like the band? No, that's not like, like the I band. I think that's how they stylize it often. I guess it's like that, but it's spelt like the animal. And he says, his title is, they must have, and it's of, not have. So it must be British. They must have had the fish for the in-flight meal. <laughs> uh, Who? Oh, the Event Horizon crew. Yeah, I guess they're so. all feeling a little like. Yeah, and then he elaborates in his substance. Feeling of his a little review. sick. He says, "So ridiculous. There's no substance to this movie, and they are all having hallucinations from apparent food poisoning." And that's a read, I guess. Poisoning. Yeah, it's it's a Hellgate. <laughs> Did you watch the film, <laughs> Chef Mike? It's not clear what they ate. He's always goes back to like, like culinary stuff. One guy smokes a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. He gets murked pretty early. Yeah. Finally, this final review is from Wesley, who gave this film one star on July 3rd, 2018. University. With his review entitled, Event Horrible. And I have some quibbles with that, because it's like, oh, Event you know what? Horizon, I take it back, because it's Horizon. Yeah. Event Horrible. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I would just put a hyphen there to make that clear. Event Horrible. Because I didn't, I yeah, like, yeah. I didn't go on the journey with it. I was like, what's yeah. horrible? Event, yes. Horrible, but no. I think that's pretty good. Event, horrible. And here's what he says. Makes me want to go through the black hole into another dimension and get my eyes plucked out so I don't ever have to see this movie again. <laughs> I mean, it's strong, but yeah. I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> once you're there, you don't need your eyes to see the movie anymore. Yeah. You'll just sort of like experience. And that's true. Sam Neill is able to like deflect like a bat to the head. Yeah, he actually doesn't need And that. then he's able to poon a couple people. Yeah, it's really quite literal. Yeah, yeah, for people who are wondering. He then does get his eyes back. And uh, who do you think uh, deserves uh, all of the kisses today? Whoever said it was a good movie. Um, that was only one guy. Because uh, my wife and I loved it. Did you? Did Jamie liked it? No, she didn't watch it. Hell no. Oh, oh, Arbiter Jamie. Arbiter Jamie watched yeah. it. Um, so this guy said, yeah, he says it, it, he was mostly interested in the fact that it arrived in a timely fashion, but he does say it looks and sounds great. So yeah. that's Troy. That's Troy. Yeah. yeah, I agree with Troy wholeheartedly. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll say goodbye to you. Um, and goodbye. Tanner, <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. Let's see. I've only got one note left, and it's to be better this blur. But would you like to do that, or you know, choose your own adventure here? Oh yeah, let's be better the blur. Okay, it's our hit segment. It's called the blur. And it's where we take the blurb that they wrote on the thing and we make it better. We do a better job, don't we? The one on this one must have been good to begin with. That was Jenkins. I think he let himself in. But I'm confident that we can blurb it. That's Now you know that things have gone bad in the event horizon space. When the cat's letting himself in. Taking things into his own hands. Yeah. Well, we're going, we don't need thumbs. <laughs> in fairness, his food is down here. Yeah. Well, why do you keep the food in the podcast? We don't keep anything down here. We never would. Ooh. Um, That's how you get wet DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'll read you the blurb. Well, I have another thing. Okay. Yeah. Can I sure. say it? Can I just hop back to Is It a Romance real quick? Yeah, please. We, I'm not sure we've really put that to bed. Yeah, I think it's sort of an episode length. Is it a romance? One hour, 17 minute, 45 second mark. Sam Neill has sort of like fully gone hell-minded. He's got, he's got space dementia. He's got space dementia. Yeah. Yep. And he, his sort of like, his like reaction to space dementia is a little different than most people's reaction. Because like most people will like try to ride an A-bomb or yeah. like, you know, like grab a gun and start shooting it like Asteroids or whatever. Yeah. On an asteroid. Yeah. yeah. He, like, takes out his own eyes and, like, carves up his own body. It sucks. And other people. And then just starts, like, pooning people. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of um, He's a doctor, so he knows how to do it. Yeah, he's a doctor of spaceships. He's explaining to Morbius that when she crossed over to hell, mm-hmm. she was just a ship. I created the event horizon to reach the stars. But she's gone much, much farther than that. She tore a hole in our universe gateway to another dimension a dimension of pure chaos pure evil when she crossed over she was just a ship but when she came back she was alive look at her Miller isn't she beautiful but now she's alive yeah so what if the romance is between Sam Neill and the ship, and the ship Definitely. who do end up together for happily ever after? Yeah, and uh, forever. No yeah, in hell. Yeah, if you look at it that way, and he seems happy. He was thrilled about it. He's yeah. kind of like those creatures in the bird box. The bir- when they're bird boxed, the people who are right. get bird boxed but stay alive, super into they're it. Like this yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, I it's all everyone. he wants. Yeah, and he's already lost his eyes, so yeah. that's already taken care of. Yeah, don't need him. Yeah, it no, didn't look like he really had his genitals anymore either. Just from like, they didn't really show his, uh, give us a real tight close up, but. Yeah, I wasn't looking. Oh, I'm a Bingus Butcher. I'm always looking. <laughs> well, Bingus Butcher, would you like to be better this blurb? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is our hit segment's called Blurb of Betterers. And here's the blurb that we have. Set in the year 2046, a rescue team investigates a spaceship that has been missing for seven years when it suddenly reappears through a black hole with its entire crew missing and inhabited by a strange new presence. Boy, that's a mouthful. Oof. Doesn't say anything about a meat cube. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we should really get that in there, too. Yeah. Um, maybe even lead with it. Yeah. Like, charming story of, like, two scientists intrepid in 
love and in I love this their field or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. As adventurous in love as they are in their on the on the bounds field. of space. That's pretty good. Doesn't say anything about the eyes. I feel like we should probably hit that note a little bit. Maybe say like torn apart by a self-destructing ship and like literally torn apart by. Well, they're not the ones that w- the- Sam Neil. They're not. Because they're yeah. they we survive. Do, we do see them get torn apart in sort of like um, violent hell. Yeah, fantasy. That feels Is like that a tonal shift to Lawrence me. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, that is a little bit of a tonal shift. Charming story of two scientists as adventurous in love as they are in the bounds of space. Um, oh, what about this? Where they're going, they only have eyes for each other. That's great. Maybe we can say something about like them having like a hell of a time getting off of the event horizon. I just want to acknowledge like sort of the act one. Yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Because we... the. The meet cute really only happens like the last like ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. So let, how do we we acknowledge Act One, but kind of I want to keep it like tonally. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's a movie. Course. It's it's like a, a bunch of different movies in one, and we've picked one lane for it. Yeah. Um. He gets gravitated. She just sort of kind of narrowly avoids being killed many times. Yeah. She almost gets sucked out of an air hole. She almost gets clobbered by Sam Neill, but she pulls through. Want to do something with, like, ship and ship? That's where my head is at right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll be sure to ship this pair. You'll ship this pair. Should we say about the viewer that they will need eyes to see the movie? That What was the last line where they're going, they only have, eyes, only have eyes for one for another? Each other. You, will need the, you will need eyes to, view, to see the movies. And you will yeah. need eyes... <laughs> To see this film, which it hasn't solved our problem of like kind of glossing over the film. first act, it's scintillating. It's good. Uh, maybe we could just sort of be cheeky about it and say like, maybe just keep them behind your hands for the first act, or like, oh, that's good. Finally, until they finally like seal the deal with a, <laughs> a sideways glance. We will need eyes to see this scintillating film. That's nice. I like that that sibilance there. Yeah, but keep them. Where are we keeping them? Maybe like. Keep them covered, or like keep them safe. Yeah, keep them that's good. Locked away. Yeah, yeah. I meant like covering them because you're scared of the first act. Yeah, that's where all the violent stuff happens. But I think yours is good too. There's sort of an, a there's like an implied threat. It's a short movie, folks. It's only ninety minutes. So let's say for the first eighty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Does that seem good? Is there anything else? I guess you could say here. Let me get up the dramatis persona real quick. You could say starring Sam Neill and Morbius. You could say starring um, Jolie Richardson as uh, Scientist Stark and Richard T. Jones as <laughs> Commander Cooper. That's the two. <laughs> that's the couple. <laughs> Captain Cooper. <laughs> Can I just say starring Captain Cooper? Captain Cooper and um, Science Officer S- Stark. That's great. Featuring, I guess you could say, Morbius and yeah, Morbius. What'd you call him earlier, Professor Wimbledon? <laughs> Doctor Wimbledon. Great. Okay, let me read this back to you. Tell me if it sounds like a good description of the film that you would want to watch. What we want to do is have people hit that like, yeah, I'll pay three bucks for this to rent. Yeah. You know, or yeah. maybe I'll yeah. upsell to pay twenty bucks to fucking. Yeah. I want to have this done. Okay. Well, I get free, I get like digital features. Tell me if this scratches that itch for you. Yeah. A charming story of two scientists, as adventurous in love as they are in the bounds of space. Where they're going, they only have eyes for each other. And you will need eyes to see this scintillating film, but keep them locked away safe for the first 80 mins or so. Starring Captain Cooper and Science Officer Stark, featuring Morbius and Dr. Wimbledon. Perfect. I think that captures it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got it. It says to mostly the movie. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly want to learn more about Dr. Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else you want to tell me before we go? Um, nope. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we're going. We don't need eyes. Yeah. 
to see. Great. We're going to let class out a little early today. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me tonight. I would like to thank the Bug Babies and the Bee Babies so very much for bearing with us. We love and kiss Hunk you. acquired, I guess. What? Well, I, not we missed the hunk. We winged him. We winged him. We'll get him. We'll get him next time. We, we, we gave him a good scare. He fled to hell to recover. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we can have another shot at him. But, yeah. you know, we're also kind of running low on, as you said at the beginning of the episode, maybe you said it last episode, Yeah, we're recording on, on Halloween. So we're running a little low on the hunt, the time to finish the hunt for the hunks of Red October. I mean, I'm going to be honest, um, Summer of Sandra went way past the summer. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just... I'm not the I'm not the like calendar guy, you know. Let's see. This week we watch film. Is that what we say? No. Everybody subscribe Sometimes to the Patreon. You gotta. It's it, please. Patreon.com slash Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. We do a show about um the TGIF lineup yeah, it's in fun. the nineties. And thank you to everybody who's Friday. done that. It's a great way to support the show. And you can join our Facebook group. Uh, it's Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone's good and nice in there. Yeah. Everybody's having a nice time. They're nice. all treasures. Yeah, everybody's a damn treasure in there, and it's one of the last nice places. Go on join the them. Whole Be internet. one with them. They're doing a gift exchange for Halloween. They've been doing We're it not for included. five they years. W- they wouldn't let us be in. <laughs> they said our gifts are too shitty. <laughs> Yeah, we're not invited to most of the stuff <laughs> on the group. <laughs> it's sort of like it's grown up it's grown past us. I think now, at this point know? the Facebook group is like just like a bunch of internet friends. <laughs> yeah. It's more than us now. <laughs> Who some of whom do listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's cr- you know, when she crossed over, she was she was just a Facebook group, but yeah. now she's alive. <laughs> it's a lovely place. Everybody should join. It's really nice. And you have to subscribe to our Patreon. That's mandatory. Please do that. I know Please everybody says like if you can, you know, on podcast. No, do it. They're you always have like, yeah, to. if you can, if you, you can, can it, make the time. You have to. <laughs> That'll work. Um, yeah. This week, uh, we watched film. Film we watched was called Event Horizon. Beautiful romance. Everybody watch it. Oh, where are we headed next? I, I put these three up on the chopping block for you, so I don't know if you want to, like, well, tee me up. Sarah is furious of, at what we did to her concept. Furious. What do you mean? At, How could she be? <laughs> she, she feels that it's been twisted out of all proportion. But she has, uh, grudgingly, she, especially, I think the Event Horizon really pushed her over the edge. <laughs> She's like, what? She she was excitedly like, oh, Sam Neill's in it. She's like, what are you guys watching for the podcast? We were like thinking of a movie to watch. And I was like, no. <laughs> but she had sent Sam me Neal's some um, some films that star uh, John Krasinski's Jack Ryan. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's let's hear him. Well, apparently he's in License to Wed and Something Borrowed, both of which get terrible Rotten Tomatoes review. But he is in a, a film called Away We Go that has a positive mm. Rotten Tomatoes review. And Sounds that's tasteful. A rom com. Uh, he's also in something called State and Maine with Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan, but I don't think that's a rom com. So we may not uh, be. They're al- always like allowed to watch that, especially after Event Horizon, because we got to like circle back. And then right. I guess the other one last week you suggested too that I was excited about, and then you made me do Event Horizon. I didn't make you do anything. You chose it. You forced. I it put me. the three. I put the three choices on the block, and you picked one i think i chose it in the same way that sam neill chose to pluck out his own eyes in this film which is like yeah he did but did he was it him was that like entirely his own volition i mean (laughs) yeah i mean yeah he did it the two that you suggested last week one of which was princess diaries 2 yeah and that was what i was gonna choose is that got let's uh, do it yeah okay great princess it's uh that's got um it's a it's a chris pine we've seen we've already jack like tagged John Krasinski's Jack Ryan. Yeah, in it's complicated. Yeah, okay. We we don't even have eyes on Chris Pine. No, we've never. Yet. Yeah. So we've got to get him still. Okay. He's our last one. Yeah. Oh, he's our last. Everyone Jack else Ryan. is cleared. Okay. Yeah. Great. Next week we're. Gonna I mean, be watching we haven't featured John. A little but. film called Princess Diaries Two, starring Chris Pine's Jack Ryan. We're gonna hunt that hunk to the ends of the earth. Sometimes we don't get our man, and we didn't this yeah. week. We didn't get our man. I'm gonna be honest. The hunk hunters have. Found. Oh, you know what John Krasinski's in? What? A 2006 film called The Holiday. Oh, we did we already? Maybe see we that? should watch that. We should watch it I don't again. Remember. We should maybe maybe we should give it a watch. It's a perfect holiday film. You know what? I like. Don't fucking tempt me. Don't fucking tempt me. 
because I would I love that movie and would so happily watch it again for the podcast. We definitely watched it. No, I, I would, know we did. I would just want to watch it again. But it would be yeah okay. Well, put it on the put it on the chopping block. Maybe we'll watch right. the holiday again. <laughs> I don't remember him in it, but apparently he's in it. Next week we're gonna hunt Chris Pine's Jack Ryan all the way yeah. to the ends of the, what's the name of the uh, fictional country in Princess Diaries? <sighs> Princess Diaries country Genovia. Genovia. Yes. And it's a principality between France and Italy. Who should be easy to get to? We should fly into Shadaga. Must be somewhere in the Alps. Ooh, lovely. Lovely. All that remains is for me to say that this week I've been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Dan Grinring. And I hope you find your eyes to see ever after. Oh, that would be nice, actually. <laughs> yeah, it turns out we did need them. Because I need them to watch The Princess Diaries, <laughs> yeah. too. We might be childhood friends, and I might drive you around the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kids will work it out in the end.